Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. Welcome to Pastors Live. Today is Monday, November 21st, the year of our Lord, 2022. I know you love keeping track of this, and so do we. It is episode 651. And uh, today we have in studio Pastor Shane. Hello, I'm not me when I'm hungry. I'm opening a Snickers right now. Ooh. Ooh, Do we have endorsements from companies, or you're just being honest? No, I'm just being honest. Sweet. And I cannot endorse or condone this type of behavior. (laughs) It satisfies And there we have Gary, the voice of the valley, confirming Shane's proclamation. How are you, Sir Gary Austin? I'm doing good. Pastor James, how are you? I'm I'm actually in a great mood right now. Uh, Yeah, it it must be the bow tie. You know what? That's it. I almost never wear a bow tie on Pastors Live, and I am today. Yeah, it's a a Monday, so... And and it's just crossover between filming stuff and recording stuff. Right. I don't know where I am. I, I, I apologize to those of you who didn't want me to wear a bow tie. Well, uh, the only thing that's kind of on my mind is like, why is it Christmas when we haven't even celebrated Thanksgiving yet? Okay. That is a Christmas colored bow tie. It's red and green, but it doesn't mean it's Christmas. And across from me is Pastor Steve Redmer. Howdy. How are you? That's, it's so good to have you in studio with us, too. Sitting on the, I'm in in the seat, the mic of honors. Mic number one. Mic number one. You've moved up. The in golden the mic. It is the golden mic. Hey, <laughs> you know what happens this Wednesday? It's it's the 23rd. It's the Harvest Hoedown yes. at Water Springs Church in Idaho Falls. Starts at 7 p.m. So what this is, it's a night of fellowship, dancing, desserts, and games for the kids, an apple pie baking competition, and a dessert potluck. You know, I, I, Shane, I know you're disappointed, but in in my childhood days, we'd go to potlucks and it felt like the luck of the draw. Some yeah. people would bring some pretty nasty things and some people would bring amazing things. It was luck. But when it's a dessert potluck, I cannot imagine anything going wrong. Yeah, you can pick and choose and there's there's something for everybody, right? And just so everybody knows, there is a running kind of gag here at Water Springs. James and I... Um, have this this kind of inside joke because he knows that I'm a fan of Thanksgiving and I believe Thanksgiving gets forgotten uh, in mainstream culture. Obviously not in, necessarily in church culture all the time, but uh, so we've been joking around with each other and doing some inside jokes, right, James? Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, I, I hope that I, your tie looks good, by the way. Thank or you. Your bow tie. Thank it you. Looks sharp. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate that. Uh, the message. There will be a brief 10-minute message before we kick off the uh, the instruction for dancing, and that will be specifically about Thanksgiving and the sacrifice of Thanksgiving and what that yeah. means. So I hope that encourages you, Pastor Shane. It does, and I, I love the little uh, the leaves that we created, too. The blessing leaves. The blessing leaves. I think that's just so good. And, and because, like, all joking aside, right, um, I, I, there is some seriousness to that to that kind of— Thing on my heart where it's like, yeah, we skip a holiday and, you know, lots of sales in our culture 
you know, the, the Christmas holiday decorations go up before Halloween's even over. Right. And we skip this this concept of, of being thankful. Right. And I think it's a good Ebenezer stone. Right. Uh, a good tradition in our culture to just sit and be like, you know what? Instead of worrying about the gifts, and the shopping and the decorations and la 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 la. Let's just sit and be thankful and have a meal together. You know, Acts 242. Right. That's kind of the model that we have here at Water Springs for church. It's it's all about the apostles doctrine, fellowship, the breaking of bread and prayer, yeah. right? Those are the, the 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 foundations of how church is supposed to go. And just personal, this is my personal conviction in soapbox is I think Thanksgiving is a really good essence of that. Oh, it is. But here, here's something I'll throw out there, and you're welcome to uh, push back on it a little bit. <laughs> but I would think, as believers who are following or keeping in step with the Spirit, following our Lord Jesus Christ. Our lives should exude Thanksgiving every single day of the year. Amen. And so maybe, perhaps, I could be reaching here, maybe the whole idea of the Advent season of awaiting the arrival of Messiah is so exciting for people because we're already living lives filled with thanks that Thanksgiving seems to be an underrated holiday. In, in, am, I, am I reaching here? Um, I don't know if underrated is the right word, but I love what you said about Advent because I, I do. I like Christmas and I like the... Um, I like the essence of Christmas and, and the Ebenezer stone for that, but even Advent star, starts after Thanksgiving. So here's, I know what it means, but for our listeners who don't know, what does the Ebenezer stone mean? Uh, it's a stone of remembrance. Mm-hmm. It's a, a stone that you set up that helps remind you when you look at it. So for us, a modern day Ebenezer stone with uh, bunny ears around it would, would be the cross, right? Yeah. The cross. When we look at the cross, we are reminded of what Jesus did. Now, is the cross that, that the church has put up in their, in their sanctuary or wherever, right? Is that the cross that Jesus died on? No, of course not. But it is a remembering stone, a, a, a something that is set up that we can remember the good thing that Jesus did for us. And so I know I'm a Scrooge, bah humbug, whatever, but I love Advent. And I actually, Steve, you've gotten, you've been here, what, two or three years now? Two and a half. Two and a half. It's Coming three up on years three. in January. Man, that's going to be so cool. Really, since Steve has been here, I think the past three years, I have been just so enjoying what Water Springs has done for the Advent season. Mm-hmm. I think it's so cool because it honestly, it, it detracts from that whole like, hey, consumerism Christmas mentality. And it, it actually helps enforce the true purpose of Christmas. Does that make sense? It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. it's all it's all how you use it, right? It's all how you use it. And so I hope our listeners out yeah, there. Yeah, I like the uh, festive time. I like the, the giving and the receiving. But, but the m- most important thing, of course, yeah. is remembering Christ came to this earth. That's what it's all about. I mean, if we... If we don't remember that, then it means nothing. Right. So, I'm going to start a business just for awesome. for uh, anybody who's interested, and I'm going to make hats that say, make Thanksgiving great again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> M-T-A-G. Yes. <laughs> M-T-A-G. <laughs> so oh, the, re- the reason I asked you about that is because there are probably some listeners, when they hear the word Ebenezer, they think of um, Ebenezer Scrooge. Scrooge. Right. That's because true. Like, we are so indoctrinated in our culture with... Uh, legend, myth, novels, bah, films, bug. music, yes. that possibly the idea of, of the Ebenezer Stone from Scripture 
is not the first thing they jump to in their minds. I also love what you said, uh, Pastor Steve. You did say, I enjoy the giving and the receiving. And yeah. so here, here's, here's just a personal thing for me. The part I love most about receiving gifts mm-hmm. is I love the moment before the gift is opened. Mm-hmm. Because you're holding this package and there's so much wonder. I wonder what's in here. You know, oh, this person thought of me. Oh, look at how nice. Right. And they took the time to decorate the box this way. Right. And so I was thinking there's such an opposite. When I when I open that, when I unwrap it, untie the ribbon and, and, and see what's inside, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that the gift is a letdown, but there right. is always a sense of some level of disappointment. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, but it, here's, the, here's yeah. the opposite mm-hmm. is with Christ we saw, or humanity saw, the advent of waiting for the Messiah for how many years? Hundreds of years, right? right? And, and in a sense, it was God's unwrapping of the gift. But when Jesus arrived and humanity got to see and accept the gift, it was so much better than the package. Right. right. And, and the thing is, you know, receiving, you know, you say, oh, I don't want to receive, I just want to give. Well, you know, when I, I love to bless people, especially around Christmas time, to give. Well, if you're receiving... You're accept you're receiving a blessing from somebody that's trying to bless you. Yeah. So I look at it like that now that it's not just oh I'm getting a gift you know whatever but I'm I'm receiving this from James or whoever he's giving it he's thoughtful he's he's put thought into it and and I I just think that's cool so you got to be able to receive just like you give right. because you're people them to bless you. right because yeah. they're right. they're blessing you so you're you know you, you take that and you're like oh thank you and and it's it's a it, it is a blessing so one of the things that i want to point out too and james i think you'll get this joke is our whole conversation about how thanksgiving is forgotten has turned into a christmas conversation <laughs> to prove my point that thanksgiving is forgotten <laughs> But so we're don't thankful. forget, don't forget. Yes, I know. I, that, was, that was just a joke. That was just a I joke. Don't, <laughs> don't forget about Thanksgiving, <laughs> guys. Uh, because it, it is, is this Thursday. It is important. It is. Be thankful. Be reminded about what is truly important to be content with everything that we've been given. Right. And, you know, have fun with some family. Right. It's going to be awesome. Oh, and just another disclaimer. Just because my preference is being portrayed doesn't mean it's an absolute, right? Just nice. because I'm a big advocate for Thanksgiving doesn't mean it's the right. only way. And what's happening <laughs> this uh, Wednesday at church? It's Dude, the Harvest Hoedown. The Harvest, Harvest Hoedown. Hoedown. Yeah. That's what we we'll introduced with. You want to know we'll what we should thanks. do at the Harvest Hoedown? I wonder if there'll be any gingerbread cookies because today is National Gingerbread Cookie Day. I love gingerbread cookies. You know, someone every year makes me a giant gingerbread cookie around this time. Wow. And they just leave it in my office. And I have no clue who does it. I have no clue at all who does like, it. I would lick in on it. Too. But they are so... So good. And she put, or they, they put like raisins or craisins or, or like little, wow. little fruit, dried fruit on there. And it's really, really good. So I like gingerbread cookies, Steve. I think you do too, right? I do. Yeah. I love, I love, I can't eat a whole lot of it right now, but <laughs> for the season, I will partake. And James, <laughs> James's face looks like my face when yeah, I eat pie. Like gingerbread. <laughs> you know, there's two discoveries that have happened recently, and it just it, it blows my mind. I, you know, that whole idea of I learn something new every day. I, I do. First of all, when I learned there were people in the world who don't love pie, that, that blew my mind. Yeah. And then when I realized that there are actual human beings who love gingerbread, that also, I, that was right now. <laughs> that, that idea just dropped into my head, and I'm processing it. Because yeah. 
He's going to yelp it. I like the. I'm not going to yelp review that. <laughs> well, while you're processing that, you take your time because we've got our readings that we need to deal with. And I am just stoked that we are now in James, the book of James. The book of James is one of my favorite books in the Bible. Um, so we are in James chapter 3 today, all talking about the tongue. And then we are also in Proverbs chapter 29, verses 2 through 3. Psalm 119, 97 through 104, and First Chronicles chapter 2. So how are you guys enjoying the reading in Psalms and James? Well, James uh, chapter 3, verse 9 and 10 uh, presents this great challenge for believers in Christ. So as we've talked about before, one of the biggest stumbling blocks for people to enter into a relationship with a holy, loving God is hypocrisy in the church. I think James 3 verses 9 and 10 express that beautifully. With the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. That shouldn't be. We we should be completely filled with the Spirit, and everything that we say uh, towards God in worship should should be in worship in, in spirit and truth. And then what we say to others should be uplifting. And even when it's a challenge, Jesus said, "You know what? What good is it to love those who love you? Even even the the pagans do that. Um, but to love those who hate you and to pray for those who persecute you—that's the life that we're called to. We're not called to have this double-mindedness and this this tongue that says one thing to God and something different to people around us when they frustrate us or, or irritate yeah. us. So that's that, that's what I like in that passage right there. Yeah, years ago I did a youth group activity here at the church with the middle school and high school kids. So the whole summer. We uh, we did this this game, this theme in the lobby of the church. We set up three jars in the middle was a jar full of beans, right? And then there was a blessing jar and a curse jar. Hmm. And I taught them in the very beginning of, of the summer. I said, because we were having some issues with some words, tearing people down and, and inappropriateness, right? And so I, I gave them some passages. And one of the passages was James chapter three. And that was kind of our theme. And I, I said, listen, guys. You cannot have salt in fresh water. It's either salty water or fresh water. It's either poisoned or clean. There's no in-between. And the same thing happens for you guys with our mouths, right? And so I said, you are either building someone up and blessing them or you are tearing them down. There is no in-between. And so I said, this is what we're going to do all summer. You are going to be your, your own judges, not me, because it, it means nothing when the pastor's talking, right, to the, to the high schoolers and middle schoolers. They're like, whatever, Shane, you old man, whatever, zealot, right? But when I encourage them and say, you will judge yourself. So when somebody says something rude to you, you go to that jar and you put beans into whichever jar those those need to go in. So if you feel blessed by somebody, put it in the blessing, right? And I said, now when you guys come to church, you're going to see them because we placed them right before the sanctuary, right? And I'll tell you what, the first month, the curse jar was piling high. It was just it was just getting nothing but curses and people only feeling torn down by other people's words. And then, you know, every week we would meet at youth group and I'd say, hey guys, check out the jars. This is what's going on. And over that summer, what happened is, yeah, the curses, they started quick, but... The kids understood 
they were like, oh, the visual helped them. And so for throughout the rest of the summer, the blessing jar actually started ramping up. And yeah, of course, there was still some curses going on and some some the bad jar kind of got filled up. But by the end of the summer, the the blessing jar was filled all the way to the top. And I actually still have that jar in my office nice. to this day because I think it taught the kids a valuable lesson. And that's important to all of us. Our words either tear down or they build up. And if you want to tame the tongue, the best way to do that is through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because when you lean on your own understanding and just impulsively say what you want to say, you're never going to have any accountability. But Jesus says every word that you speak, you will be held accountable for on judgment day. Mm -hmm. And I I talk about that frequently because I I tell the kids, I was like, I have a big book in in heaven and Jesus is going to open that up and show me everything that I've said, right? And I, I tell them, I go, guys, before I knew Jesus, there is a lot of pages on that book that I don't want to see that I'm going to be held accountable for. And so now, since since I'm in a relationship with Jesus, I strive to speak. You were talking about uh, earlier in Q&A to, in Philippians where Paul says, dwell on things that are true and righteous and, and peaceable and all that stuff. I want to I speak those things. Yeah. And in a sense, it reminds me of this story. Probably a lot of you guys have heard this analogy before, but there's a a dad who had a couple of sons that had issues with, you know, being fully uh, filled with integrity, right? And so their mom had this homemade recipe for brownies, and it was amazing. These guys always ate their mom's brownies. And then he said, hey, guys, we're going to do something different today. Uh, We're going to go make the brownies with mom, but I'm going to bring a special ingredient. He went in the backyard (laughs) And he got some of the dog poo, right? Yeah, yep. And he put just a little piece in, just a little itty bitty. I mean, not even like just a fragment, right? And mixed it in with the brownie mix. And the guys are like, what are you doing? And so then they baked the brownies. They looked like mom's brownies. They smelled like mom's brownies, but they knew there was something that was impure in there. Yeah. He's like, have a brownie. Like, no, well, why not? It's mom's brownie mix is 100% her mix. Yeah, but it's also got dog poo in it. And he's like, yeah, it's just a tiny, it's just a flake. Really, it's a flake of dog. Well, I'm not eating that. It's tainted. It's the same idea. Yeah. You know, yeah, are, are you going to have integrity to the core or are you going to allow a little fragment of something sinful to be in there that guides your mouth, your tongue, your actions, your thoughts? Yeah. I love the book of James because he doesn't hold back his punches. He's writing to the early church and he's telling them, hey, you guys are being partial. You're being reckless with your words mm-hmm. and you're not living a life of faith. You're just saying you have faith. Right. Well, even the demons believe, you know? And, and so James is so rich in, in just, pr- in my opinion, practical, practical faith, living out our faith practically, right? Uh, a man who is, is weak in his ways, looks in the mirror and forgets who he is when he walks away, right? And then he equates that to, so is someone who hears the word of the Lord and doesn't do it, right? Yeah. I just love the imagery and the stuff that James has. Um, we do have some questions, and we do we have, have time for one. Uh, yeah. yeah, time for one. Before you get into that one, I just I had to point this out because Simeon took the time to put it up there. National Odd Sock Odd Day. Odd Sock Day. I just saw that too. Yeah, yeah. not only a, a, <laughs> a great way to express great uncanny styles, it's also wow. promoting a good cause. It's meant to remind us to think about our words before we say them and their effects on others. Huh. Goes right into the teaching in James. Socks might not seem daring in the grand scheme of things, but they have their own etiquette. And just a side note, if any of you are as, um, oh, what's the word that I want to use for myself? Uh 
you enjoy a good laugh. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Ty, his skin crawls when people yeah. are wearing mismatched socks. I can't, so, I can't wear mismatched socks. So when you Ty can, gets back, what weird. we should all do as a congregation, if you come to Water Springs, just uh, wear mismatched socks, but roll your, your, the your bottom of up. your pants up just a little bit. Yeah. And let's just see what happens. We love you, Pastor Ty. We love you, Pastor Ty. We <laughs> do. Be here this we can't weekend. wait till. Yeah, he's going to be here this weekend, um, or or no? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He just got home last night, yeah. so yeah. he's probably sleeping. Yeah, but he will be here this yeah. weekend. Yes. This weekend, yes. Yeah. So, I can't wait to hear about all of their all of their adventures it's gonna in be awesome. Israel. It's going to be awesome. Hey guys, we are almost out of time, but just yep. a friendly reminder, go to Greenhouse Coffee. They might have, I don't know, but they might have their drive-through open by this time. We've, so. we've been seeing little progress over the years, it feels like, <laughs> of this drive-through window. But hey, it's almost arrived. Say hello to my beautiful wife, Gabrielle. She's the manager over at Greenhouse Coffee. Get a great cup. Hey, there's a blessing board, and since it is the season to be thankful and to be giving why don't you give someone a coffee or a menu item on the menu for greenhouse coffee and pass it forward hey guys god bless you you are loved you are family hasta la pasta toodles see The one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, the Rev.